Thank you to BetterHelp for sponsoring this episode. BetterHelp is the world's largest therapy service, and it's 100% online. With BetterHelp, you can tap into a network of over 25,000 licensed and experienced therapists who can help you with a wide range of issues. To get started, you just answer a few questions about your needs and preferences in therapy. That way, BetterHelp can match you with the right therapist from their network. Then you can talk to your therapist however you feel comfortable, whether it's via text, chat, phone, or video call. You can message your therapist at any time and schedule live sessions when it's convenient for you. If your therapist isn't the right fit for any reason, you can switch to a new therapist at no additional charge. With BetterHelp, you get the same professionalism and quality you expect from in-office therapy, but with a therapist who is custom-picked for you, more scheduling flexibility, and at a more affordable price. Get 10% off your first month at betterhelp.com slash musicspeaks. That's betterhelp.com slash musicspeaks for 10% off your first month. And thank you again to BetterHelp for sponsoring this episode. Hey guys, we wanted to take a quick minute to tell you about our recent partnership with the amazing Bones Coffee Company. Let's face it, you're probably sick and tired of drinking that old plain Jane coffee brand every morning. Well, fret not, dear listener. Bones Coffee is here to kick your taste buds into high gear. Bones Coffee has a wide variety of flavors to choose from, including maple bacon, peaches and spring, island grog, and my personal favorite, chocolate raspberry. Once you become hooked on the coffee, you'll be excited to learn that they have plenty of merch options to choose from as well. T-shirts, mugs, tote bags, the list goes on. You can buy their coffee in whole bean, ground, and even evil single serve options. Guys, we wouldn't lie to you. This coffee is great, and we know that you're going to love it too, which is why we have partnered up with Bones Coffee, and now our listeners have an exclusive discount code. Make sure to use the code MUSICSPEAKS at checkout for 10% off your order. That's right, James. Go to bonescoffee.com to kickstart your new coffee addiction and use the code MUSICSPEAKS for 10% off today. Like many of you, we battle depression during life's ups and downs. Music has always been the one thing that we could rely on to get us through the tough times that we all face. Follow us on our journey as we discuss the healing power of music, interview bands, break down genres, review band biographies, and more. This is the When Words Fail Music Speaks Podcast with Blake Mosley and James Cox. Hey, it's me, it's me, it's J-A-C, and I hope you did the Rob Van Dam uh, motions with me, but I know not not most of listeners not me. watch wrestling, I know. You did it. Not me. Not you, because I don't think you watch wrestling, do you? No, I have not. <clears throat> Excuse me. I have not watched any wrestling since I was a, a child. Like, I was probably tiny. like eight years old or so last time I watched it. You are a teeny tiny tot, right? I was a, I was a wee bebe. Yeah. I was a bebe. Anyway, it's, uh, it's me, it's me, it's AC. Like I said before, until Ooh. I got, you know, I'm stuck on the RVD motions. Uh, <laughs> But uh, welcome to When Words Fail Music Speaks Podcast, where we fight depression with the power of music. Wow. I am James Cox, a professional handicapped host with the most, but I am not Beetlejuice, so, you know. Beetlejuice that 2 is the most. Soon, right? Beetlejuice 2? Yeah, finally. I mean, good lord. How long have we had? Beetlejuice came out before I was born, and I love it. I've been watching that since I was, well, yeah, um, since I was a baby. Right. Yeah, wasn't it like 89 or something? 
Now I watched the cartoon when I was a kid. Kid, kid, kid did, did, did eighty-eight and eighty-eight. Okay. Eighty-eight. Good okay, lord. So, so that was after before he did Batman, right? Just before he did Batman. Yep. So he was Beetlejuice, Beetlegeist, Beetle Goose. Beetle, yeah, I don't know. So, um, <laughs> and no, I'm still not the voice of the Muppets on Scooter. But he might be the voice of the of uh of Beetlejuice in the remake. Keep an eye out for that. <laughs> yeah, you should, no, you should dude. I'm I'm telling you, if you ever get a chance, watch Beetlejuice the musical. Um, oh, you yeah. know, a few years ago, we went to New York for our anniversary. It was actually our first wedding anniversary. Allie and I went to New York, and uh, you know, we were like, I mean, we're here. Let's go see a Broadway musical. Right. And we saw Beetlejuice. And uh, it was it's so different from the movie, but it's okay. Like like it's not blasphemous yeah, right. or anything like that. I think it's I think it's I, I think it was great. Um, and now like I listen to the Beetlejuice, uh, musical soundtrack uh, all the time because there's a lot of original songs in there that are just so good. It's fun and a spooky season. Like uh, I officially say that it's spooky season. It's August. It might as well be Halloween. So. I say embrace it. Go ahead and start listening to your your Halloween records. Bust it out. And if you're wondering who I am, um, I just want to say that I'm commonly referred to as the. I was trying to think of a of a Danzig. Oh yeah, I yeah. couldn't yeah. think of one. Dirty, Sorry. Dirty, anyway, the darkest. Um, I was going to say that. I, uh, 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 anyway, uh, I am the shortest, most evilest man in the world. I'm commonly referred to as the loudest guy in the room uh only but um, when i'm playing the drums though and i am your endless source of useless music knowledge my name is blake mosley aka brosley aka emo bemo aka mother i don't know anyway how tall tall am i nine okay so so you're two inches taller than me but you're not the shortest well we need to come up well we need to come up with some some kind of you know other Dude, with this day and age, like all the all the teenage guys that I have, like, so my nephew is in. He is about to start his sophomore year, um, at Clemson, and um, you know, so like he graduated a couple years ago, uh, and or last year, and like all the kids, all the guys in his graduating class, including him. They're all just like, th- like crazy oh, tall, man. right? And I'm like, what has happened? Like, I don't remember. Now, I've been like the same height since <laughs> I was in high school, right? <laughs> but like, I don't remember knowing anyone who was as tall as what these kids are now. And they're just like, all of them are like that. Like, all the kids are tall. So I, I, don't, I don't know what it is. Because when I work at, um, at uh, well, I work at uh, Outback still, you know, mm-hmm. I'm thinking about leaving that job, but, uh, Mm-hmm. But two two guys came in and and they and they had to be like six 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 seven, yeah. Like, like where did they all come from? Yep. So I don't get it. I don't get it. But we're talking about short guys today. Uh, I'm talking yeah. about real tall guys. I'm talking about short guys. Um, Danzig is notoriously tiny, and I think it's cute, and I think it's funny. Um, because he's an evil little man, but he's little. Emphasis on little. Not so much evil. It's more for the imagery. But uh, regardless, he is little. He's a little baby. So- so let me ask you this. Before we get to our cover work, I want to ask you a serious question. Okay. This is basically based around evilness, right? Okay. We evil. We all know Hollywood's in the dumpster right now. Evil, this, evil, that. Staying there There's a lot of evil people in Hollywood. 
I understand the need for Halloween. I love Halloween too. That that's yes. great. Okay, so but in but in songs, I think it's the most laziest subject to talk about with Satan and the devil and worshiping them. <laughs> what do you yeah. think? I do too. I think so. I think it, and we've talked about this on our, uh, so we talked about this on a couple of our Halloween episodes, right? We talked about Ghost. We've talked about Slipknot. Um, we've talked about different bands like Slayer, Slayer who use like evil imagery, right? Satanic imagery sometimes in their, uh, you know, promotional material in their music and their music videos, things like that. Um, and about, you know, nine times out of ten, those guys are not are not right truly uh, devil worshippers. In fact, Tom, it's like quite the opposite. Because Tom O'Reilly, the singer for Slayer, <laughs> he is. I think he said that his family is not whole dog Christian, right? Or something. Yeah, I think so. He grew up like it was either a Christian household or a Catholic household or something I, like that. And I think that Kerry King. Uh, Atheist. Agnostic, he doesn't believe or in atheist. God. Yeah, he doesn't believe right. in devil or God, which is right. His choice. So, so that's so yeah, that's the I, thing. I, that's I, the ten times they don't believe yeah. any. You know, I mean, the, yeah, but the subject Satan is like the, the laziest. You know, it's I've it's ever for shock before. value. Right, it, yeah. it it truly is for shock value, like right. Lil Nas X and that whole thing that he did, where yeah, you know, well, like all that. Uh, that he is not gay. I I I just feel he's like, not. I just okay. found that out a couple of weeks ago, well, okay. a couple of months ago because you know they paid them. They is the Hollywood. They paid right. to come out at, to say to say he's gay. Just to, you know that uh, doesn't surprise me. No, no. yeah, I, I, I think it's um, I think it's hip to be to be gay now. Uh, as as, as I've 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 commonly uh, referred to it because you know you you hear people like saying that they are like more and more and and you know like whatever you know whatever floats your boat man like whatever makes you happy you know just you know love love people that's all i can like ask for right treat everybody right um and uh but like i think that i think that a lot of things now especially in hollywood and in music like you have to stand out somehow right so yeah yeah. uh imagery is everything so like and 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 this is the case with Danzig too, and we'll talk about it when we kind of talk about him because like Danzig, for those of you who don't know, Danzig was the original singer for the Misfits, which is yes. definitely my one of my top three favorite bands of all time. Agreed. Same for you. Agreed. Yeah. Right. Um. And everybody, you know, when we talk about uh the Misfits and all their different eras, um, that they've had, uh, they I should do an eras tour. Right. All right, holding out, you know, T Swift's doing an Arrows tour. Misfits should do an Arrows tour anyway. Um, so, you know, people oftentimes will talk about how the Danzig era, the original lineup of the Misfits, or at least what they consider, you know, because they went through like 20 drummers before they even put out one album, right? Um, but it is so like it's commonly referred to as the best era of the misfits now i love every era that's why they're one of my favorite bands because i do love the danzig era um i love the michael graves era i even I, to this day i still love the stuff that jerry only does yep, yep. with it being his baby stuff. now right um but danzig just had uh you know like he had a great idea in his head for starting a band in fact i just watched a video even before I knew that we were doing a cover wars on this song, I watched the video by the punk rock NBA Finn McKenzie on YouTube. He's great um, about this, you know, the story of the misfits and talked about like, 
Danzig starting the band, um, you know, back in the day and just wanting to stand out because punk rock was really exploding. Um, but he was not only like into punk rock, but like he was also kind of like the Ramones, really inspired by bands like um like the Beach Boys and Elvis Presley, like the doo-wop stuff of of the olden days, you know, like heavily influenced by that, but also the punk rock stuff, and then also being a big fan of horror imagery. He loved horror movies, he loved uh, you know, all that all that stuff. Um, science fiction and and, and everything like it, Halloween, like just it fits so well. So to to start something like the horror rock subgenre and horror punks uh, a subgenre that is now uh, still going on to this day oh, yeah. Yeah. with bands like Blitzkid and uh, Balzac and hmm. uh, uh, Crimson Ghosts and I could name a bunch of them that have all been like the other. They're a great uh, more recent horror punk band, but. You know, Danzig just had an idea in his head and he executed it so well. And everything was DIY with the misfits in 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 their early oh, days. Yeah. yeah. Like they they did they did all the um, you know, their flyers by themselves. They made all their merch by themselves, like in Danzig's mom's or maybe it was his grandmother's basement. I can't remember. I've got a book about the early days in the misfits too that I've only like read a couple chapters in, but I want to really dig into that one day. Um and it's so admirable because he was such a, um, I don't know, like he, he had the, he knew what he wanted. He knew that there, that there was a market out there too. And it still continues to this day. They're kind of like a lot of people compare the misfits to kiss when it comes to their merchandise. I think that misfits never wrote a bad song. Um, kiss wrote a lot of bad songs, but you know, that's fair. You know, Uh, yeah but like look at their merchandise like go to just go to hot topic and spend five seconds in in hot topic and count how many fiend skulls you see um okay so okay so guess which item kiss has but i don't think they should have i think the the misfits has can you guess the The coffin yes yeah that i would i I want to be buried in a misfits coffin that sounds metal i would just buy it just have like like a lot of cokes and Pepsi's and you know use the ice. I actually want to be buried in one. So if if the Misfits could actually come out with a coffin, um, I guess the closest we'll ever get is the uh, the box set. Do you remember the box set from years ago that came yeah, in the coffin? It was, yeah. oh, it was the coolest thing yeah. in the world. I don't have one. You don't I want one? Okay. No, I still want one to this day because it was like. But but thinking about that too, like that was the first time in like forever that anyone had ever ab- actually had access to all these songs, because a- again, and we'll kind of we'll get into it a little bit, but like when the Misfits were because everything was DIY, they had so many recordings of songs that were just all over the place without even having an album. They put out EP after EP after EP. They really only had two full length albums in the Danzig era. That's yeah, it. I, I think I think they recorded Static Age, but Static Age could not come back because of some kind of lawsuit. Right. And then they released Right. Static Age was weird. It was yeah. like reissued. There was a lot anyway. Static that Age, I think, great. does count. Right. Yeah. yeah it's great. like yeah. But it, that counts as the third. But that counts as their third studio album. I counted as the I counted as the third because yeah. it was kind of made into an album. Right, um, because those songs like spanned a lot of years too. Yeah. Um, but the only like albums they had when it was 
the Danzig era of the Misfits was Walk Among Us and Earth AD. Everything else was EPs. So let me ask you this before we get to get to the um, explanation of Danzig. Um, yeah. Okay, so you have bands, which is from primarily four guys, right? Mm-hmm. But Misfits only was the three-band trio, which was original, right? Yeah, I, so... I, I wonder why and who mm-hmm. is the original drummer, and I wonder why they... they um continuously leave out the drummers and just make it a three a three because you never see like because you always see a different drummer at, at each era you know and so, now that the misfits are back they didn't include their original drum you know um you know what i'm saying it's kind of weird that they leave out purposely the drum yeah. you know because they got robo 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 yeah, yeah. And so, now, yeah, you got all these other, you know, drummers that no one's ever heard of. And I just wondered why they purposely leave out the drummer. So here's the deal with the drummers. And it and even me, for one thing, I'm a I am a drummer. And another well, thing, right. Misfits, yeah. you know, yeah. one of my favorite bands in the world. But even I can't, like, remember who the original drummer is because yeah. it's so convoluted and so confusing. The story of their drummer uh, rotation that they had. Um, now, I believe that the original Misfits drummer, not re- I. Th- hang on, I got it. Hold on. I looked, I, I tried to Google it too, and it said Marky Ramone, and I was like, that's not right. Oh. <laughs> um, but anyway, the original drummer, I think, just passed away recently, but I can't remember what his name is. But when people refer to, well, so they call him the original Misfits too, but Doyle was not in the original lineup right. of the of the Misfits. Like, it was not him. It was Bobby Steele, um, I believe, who played guitar, who would go on to play in The Damned, I think. I, I could be wrong about that. Um but it wanted another like big punk band from back then. Anyway, Bobby Steele went on to do something else. Um, but like when people refer to the original Misfits, they they throw Danzig in there, Jerry only because he's been in every single version of the Misfits that's been out there, and they 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 lump Doyle into that because Doyle was in a very early on, uh, you know, lineup of the Misfits, but he has been like the most consistent guitarist that they've ever had. So he gets right. lumped into that. And, you know, obviously Doyle, those of you who don't know, is Jerry only the bassist and the only original member that's still around. Um, Their brother. His brother, right. Yeah. So um, we famously tried to get Doyle to interview uh, one time and he was like, no way. <laughs> no, 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 no. I asked him. Yeah. <laughs> Who do we contact to get you to get an interview with you? And he's like, you don't. You don't. That, yeah. that was very that Two yeah, words. And we were like, all right. And then Danny from um, Calabria says, like, Calabrese. being very, very cheeky. Cheeky. Yeah. He's a cheeky guy. Okay. So I looked up who was the original driver for the business. And it's Manny, Manny Martinez. Manny Martinez. Okay. um, That's not who it was that, orig- that just died recently then. It might have been. Uh, yeah, that was Joey image was the one that just died. He was another one that was like really early on. But anyway, all that to say, like when he started the band and he had this idea of like, it's a punk band, but standing out and he drew a lot of influence from horror movies, uh, and, and things like that. So he created the imagery with the, uh, you know, Jerry only has the devil lock thing. That was Jerry only's deal. Um, they took the, the famous fiend skull crimson ghost, 
that everybody knows came from the old horror movie called the crimson ghost um and just very influenced by movies and outer space and sci-fi thrillers and things like that and he knew what worked so he knows how to get your attention now one of the things that i heard like started causing stress and tension in the band um and what ultimately led to them disbanding in the 80s uh was danzig wanting to take things in a darker direction but i think yeah if i remember correctly danzig is also openly like either atheist or agnostic so everything that he does whether it's danzig whether it's sawin because that's how it's pronounced a lot of people say sam hain it's called it's called it's pronounced sawin or just out there um (laughs) so anyway uh all that stuff as like you know and people talk about like the the devil imagery that he throws into it it's really for shock value the guy really doesn't believe any of that stuff um and then it's quite the opposite when it comes to jerry only who is uh, very openly Christian. Um, and yes. I read a book one time called uh, Rock Stars on God. Um, and it was, they interviewed him. Now, this was during the Michael Graves era of the Misfits, but they interviewed Jerry, Jerry only. And they said, um, you know, what would you be doing if you weren't in the Misfits? And he was like, well, this is my, you know, my bread and butter. Um, I, you know, this is my life. It has been for decades now. Um, but had the misfits never started, I would probably be playing piano in my church back home. Nice. Uh, so I was like, that's really cool. Uh, you know, cause you don't, especially with, with a band that gets associated with being evil so much, like to hear like the, the founding member and the only original member that's been around for every, you know, every lineup, uh, to say that if he wasn't in the misfits, he would be playing in his church. Like, that's yeah. just, that's cool to me. Um, but it's, it's really all for show. Um, and as we'll like get into it, when we kind of dive into, um, Danzig and, and this song in particular, I, I, I want to make it clear. I don't really care for Danzig's solo stuff. And a lot of people are shocked by that. Cause they're okay, like, how so- can you be a misfits fan? And how can you love Danzig's era of the misfits and not like the solo stuff? Pretty so, easy. So it doesn't will, sound the same. I will say this. This is the only song I like from Zip. It's, it's the only one. Yep. I will stand by the, everybody knows Mother. I mean, if you don't, you go, <laughs> yeah, everybody does. Especially if you've ever played Guitar Hero, you know Mother. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. Because it was on Guitar Hero too. I played the crap out of it. Yeah. I, I might, I yep. might buy that again. And oh yeah, dude. yeah. Yeah. Guitars. Anyway, uh, yeah, because I picked because I picked this one because I figured we both love Misfits. Yep. Halloween's coming up. Why don't we do yep. Mother? Because I heard a cover song of Mother, and it's one of these two cover songs. Yep. Not sure if you heard of um, one of them or both of them. I haven't. So I looked it up because there, good, were, there is a really good cover of, there's an acoustic cover of Mother um, yep. done by Amberlin, Um, you know, and I thought that was the one of the ones that you picked out, and it wasn't. So I'm excited. I can't wait to hear. The reason why I didn't pick that, I, I looked at that right the reason why I looked at that, then did not do that is because I wanted. I think I picked both female covers, and okay. I didn't want to compare a male voice to the sure. female voice for for this okay. one. You know, sure. So you know, it is. Awesome. It is. Yeah. So well, yeah. I I, I just want to stress. I I really am not a big fan of Danzig's solo stuff. I'm not. Either. Mother is mother is probably it. That's the only <laughs> one that I like. Yes. And it is, and it's because this one is the only one that appealed to me because this is the only one that is catchy. Right. Um, I have tried to listen to the other 
Danzig songs, and I just I don't know. It's just it does it doesn't jump out at me. Um, and I think that uh, I, I think that his place. I think the biggest difference is because this took on more of a doom metal kind of approach, and that's just never really been my thing. Right. Um, I'm a punk rock guy. I'm a hardcore guy, like through and through. And the Misfits were so influential for not only like every other punk band that's ever existed, um, but also Earth AD gets credited as being one of one of the best hardcore rock albums that's ever been, and it's done by a punk band. But the just listen to Earth AD and like right out the gates, it it is just like in your face. It rips. It's fast. It's heavy. Um, and then the the imagery is cool because it's, it's still all horror themed, and I don't know. Uh, it's just, I don't, it, it, that is what appeals to me. Not really this stuff. I, I, anyway, I, let's get into it. Shall I we? agree. I agree. I agree. With All right. Um, well, I will kick us off here. So Danzig is an American heavy metal band led by former, I'm going to say it again. Sawin is how it's pronounced. Not Sam Hain. It's pronounced Sawin. For those of you who don't know a little, uh, history lesson here. Sawin is in reference to uh, like Halloween. It's another name for Halloween, but it's like talking about the, it's kind of like the early, like I think it was like a Celtic like holiday. Or if I remember correctly, I did a whole Halloween breakdown episode on not religious years ago. So my memory is kind of fuzzy, but Sawin is how it is pronounced. Um, and uh, it is, it is described as the one day of the year where the veil between the living and the dead is the thinnest. So you are able to like communicate with the dead um, more frequently. And it's often, you know, associated with Halloween. Anyway, it's pronounced Sawin, not Sam Hain. Any, and, and moving on misfit singer, Glenn Danzig uh, formed in 1987 in Lodi, New Jersey. The group uh, early on became a unique voice in the rock scene, playing a bluesy doom-laden metal with Glenn Danzig crooning in the style of Roy Orbison and Elvis Presley. Danzig's openly satanic lyrics and image stirred some controversy, though. After a major hit with a live version of its 1988 uh, song Mother, the band experimented with industrial music but later returned to heavy metal. As of 2023, Danzig has released 12 studio albums, uh, two consisting entirely of cover versions, um, two EPs, one live album, and one compilation album. So you can tell he put way more into that than he did his Misfits stuff. Yeah. Although he's back with them now, like he's he's back with the Misfits and I guess, not new music, but like touring and playing all the old stuff. Oh God, I wanted them to make so music so bad because guess who their new drummer is? Oh yeah, they got Dave, Dave Lombardo. Lombardo from yep. Slayer. From Slayer, that's right. But, I forgot. But, but they said that they're never gonna. Um, but never say never, you know, because they never say never. If there's one thing that Jerry only and Glenn Danzig and Doyle von Frankenstein, uh, Doyle Wolfgang von Frankenstein can all agree on is that money is great. Otherwise, they wouldn't have all that merchandise. Right, right. Yeah. <laughs> so money talks, man. They come if they come at you wanting new music. I guarantee you, we'll get it at some point. Yes, I hope so. I- Let's just do it before they die, because those guys are getting old. Yeah, that's that's why they need to come on the show because I really want to talk to them. I would love to talk to them. Here's to you, Doyle. Yeah, yeah. Well, maybe I should ask Jerry. Maybe I, if you, 
Maybe I should ask only if he can come on first and then. We'll oh, man, I would love to have a conversation with Jerry only. Okay, so Mother is a song by American heavy metal band Danzig. It was originally released. Uh, it was originally released in on August eighth, nineteen eighty eight, as a lead singer from their be- debut album, Danzig. Danzig. In nineteen ninety three, nineteen ninety four, almost six years after its original release, a remixed version of the song entitled Mother ninety three became a hit on radio and earned buzz band rotation on MTV. You know why? Uh, And you see this, you do because it's catchy. (laughs) Um, But another thing, and maybe one day we'll, we'll be able to kind of like talk about this more um, when we see more examples of it. And I didn't watch it. I was not allowed. Um, But Beavis and Butthead had a lot to do with that because if you do remember Beavis and Butthead had those segments where they were listening, they were watching music videos, right? Um, so MTV, you know, if those of you who don't know, MTV put out Beavis and Butthead and there was always a segment in their shows where they were watching music videos and then just like making fun of whoever the band was. Um, and I watched a clip of it today when I watched that Finn McKinty video. And it's so funny because mother was the song that was playing and, uh, Butthead's like, um, he's like, I heard that guy can bench press 140. Maybe one day he'll be in the 200 club or something like that. Like, <laughs> and uh, just ripping on how little he is. Like Danzig is a little guy. Um, but yeah, it was because of Beavis and Butthead. Like that is what really kind of revamped the song and like what made it popular with like, you know, uh, again, the song originally was in 1988 and it wasn't until the mid nineties almost whenever it really started getting popular and it was because of all the rotation it was getting on mtv thanks to beavis and butthead rob zombie that's how rob zombie got his start um was he was like i owe i owe my success and my career to beavis and butthead yep he was like had they not ripped my song apart and made fun of me it was white zombie um Uh and uh uh uh, thunder kiss 65 was the song that was playing and they were making fun of it and uh, he was like, that is what jump started my career. That is when I sold, I started selling albums was because of Beavis and Butthead. So. And then, did you know that Rob Zombie drew, drew part of uh, Beavis and Butthead do Does America? No, really. I didn't know that. Yep. Wow. I guess it all comes around, you know. Interesting. So after a music video incorporating live footage was created to promote the band's new EP, we're talking about Mother 93 now. Yeah, the uh the, the the band's new EP called Thrall Demon Sweat Live. That's a, that's a, that's an album. To take home tomorrow. <laughs> yeah. Right. Okay. Uh yeah. So that 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 album came out after um that the music video. Right. Uh, during this time, the single was reissued by American Recordings, or with the remix title updated to Mother Ninety Four on later versions. <laughs> Uh, Mother remains Danzig's highest charting single. It peaked at number 17 on the Billboard's top mainstream rock tra- rock track charts and 43 on the Billboard's top 100. In the U- United Kingdom, the song peaked at number 62 on the singles chart. Question. Yeah. Mother 
Mother 93 and Mother 94 was remixes because I, I don't I still don't understand. Yeah. It. Now, I don't I've I don't know. Like if I go listen to all three of them back to back to back, I don't know really if I hear. Can really like tell the difference between the three of them. Right. Um, but I'm sure it'll, again, it'll, you know, it probably had a lot to do with like, typically when you re-release a song and you do it through a different label, it means you marketing. probably got a better deal with a different record label. So whatever profits that, I mean, thus why bands re-release albums 20 years later when they finally get out of that contract that was so crappy when they were a kid, um, or Taylor Swift, as we've learned and all her reissues and redos and Taylor's version and things like that, like probably got some kind of better deal I'd imagine with these things and re-released it in order to get money because again money talks even to Danzig um so thematically the song is a rhetorical challenge to parents primarily inspired by Tipper Gore um, who along with the parents music resource center introduced the parental advisory warning placed uh, on albums that contained explicit content. Glenn Danzig uh, explained further, quote, Al Gore wanted to tell people that they could listen to me and, uh, uh, excuse me, what they could listen to and what they couldn't. It was basically coming down to the idea that he wouldn't let anybody record any music that he didn't think um, that you should be doing. Uh, there, uh, there was going to be an organization that would tell you what you could and couldn't record. And certainly, if you couldn't record it, you couldn't put it out. It was really fascist. Um, I remember that whole controversy. I've seen a lot of, uh, read a lot of articles, watched some documentaries about like the, uh, different things like the satanic panic of the eighties, um, or, um, you know, all this stuff with Tipper Gore, uh, infamously doing things like this. And what's funny is people like Tommy Lee from, uh, Motley Crue and, uh, you know, and other bands have said, you know what? that little parental advisory sticker on our album was basically like just straight up money in our pockets. Like we would not have sold as many albums because that all that was, was a kid looking at that and saying, I'm not supposed to listen to that. I want that. But that makes me want to listen to it. Right. Exactly. So they sold more albums, I think because of that. So it had the complete opposite effect of what they wanted it to do. Um, and I, I'll tell you what, now. <laughs> Okay, so Tipper Gore, for for people who don't know, is Al Gore's wife. Al Gore's wife, right? And she created controversies after controversies with music. Ice yep. Cube hates <laughs> her. Yeah, it does. Because after cause I, was hater, like, a, yeah. I was watching a video, an interview. You know, they're all wrapping up in the interview. Uh, what talking about Ice Cube and, and Tipper Gore with, with Ice Cube and. Uh, uh, the interviewer said, what do you think she's doing now? Uh, and uh, I see this, Hoen. I'm like, oh, shit. That's, great. that's the greatest. That's the greatest answer ever. Oh, so funny. Because he made Someone it. else who infamously like went up against all that, um, D. Snyder from Twisted yeah. Sister. Yeah. He And, it, and it was, it's actually really like cool to see because, like again, during this time, like a lot of the people like in Congress and, you know, different like churches and, you know, parental groups and things like that, they came down hard on um, gangster rap and exactly. heavy metal in yeah. particular. Like they were both like attacked very much so for their themes and it wasn't seen as art. They saw it as dangerous. 
Um, when in reality, like there's plenty of other things that are dangerous out there. Anyway, D Snyder famously went before like Congress with, uh, with this whole thing. Um, and like he showed up, everybody was like expecting him to show up in his like twisted sister, like attire with like the shoulder pads and the, the, uh, makeup and earrings and stuff. No, he didn't. He showed up in his normal clothes and he had typed up this very, very like well-written document he's a very smart guy like very very intelligent and just his whole letter to congress about like them coming down on artists uh for making music and and doing it for their imagery and things like that was just so well done and well written um maybe like we can find like a transcript one day somewhere online maybe that we could read through and like really see all the details you know because like what's out there in documentaries and stuff. It's only like clips, but um, it was just, it's very like impressive. Like he is a very, very smart guy, but um, anyway, yeah. So didn't work. (laughs) Didn't didn't work. Sold more albums. Everybody sold more albums. If you had a parental advisory sticker on there. Yeah. So let's get right to the covers. Shall we? Yeah. Okay. So, okay. So let's see here. You want to start with Mindy Jones? Mindy Jones, yes. Did okay. Right, Mindy Jones. Mindy Jones? Yeah. Um, hey, you uh, you did it this time, buddy. I did. I did. Normally, <laughs> normally for those of you who don't know, um, like it's a collaboration of ideas and stuff. But a lot of times, I'll throw the notes together and oh. like kind of send them out. James was like, "I got you. I'm gonna do it this time." I was like, "Hey, cool." So I am. Um, I'm flying by the seat of my pants too. Uh, okay, so I'm gonna let you talk to them more. So I'll look up this, this video. Okay, I'll the do that. What I got now is not the is not the actual. Oh, <laughs> that's okay. my bad. Even better, yeah. even better. Okay, backup plan. I got another cover if we need one. Okay, so Mindy Jones is an American singer songwriter from Los Angeles, California, and is currently the lead singer of recording artist for excuse me for recording artist Moby. Um, her collaborations with him include uh, co excuse me, co-writing the track, The Waste of Sons, um, on the album, Everything Was Beautiful and Nothing Hurt, um, a cover of uh, The Big Dream by American director David Lynch for the album Innocence, a live version of Go at a benefit concert for the David Lynch uh, Foundation, um, and his last two albums, played during the uh, his most recent uh, tour at the Fonda and Ace Theaters in downtown Los Angeles. Um, she is currently working on a new project called um, ADLT video or adult video with Luke Top of Fool's Gold. In addition to Blind Spot, um, her songs have also been featured in Pretty Little Liars. Um, I will admit, I like Pretty Little Liars. Got no problem admitting it either. Uh, Hot Girls Wanted, Hemlock Grove. Um, I have seen Hemlock Grove. It's about the the werewolves. That was good. Okay, cool. Timeless. Um, Stitchers. The Super Bowl commercial for Independence Day, Resurgence, Scream, I love Scream, uh, and many more. Uh, in 2021, she covered uh, Bjark Neiman's um, Champions of the Wild Side for the launch trailer of Hitman 3. The same year, she sang the cover of David Bowie's Heroes on Moby's album um, Reprise, or Reprise, or however you like to pronounce it, because it can go either way. Um, so how about it, James? Is that the correct one? Yes, it is. Okay. All right. Well, how about how about let's take a listen to Mindy Jones and her cover of Mother by Danzig. Yeah. 
Here we go. I like it already. Mother, tell your children not to walk my way. Tell your children not to hear my words. What they mean and what they I don't know about you. It is eerie. But I got killed. Um, so there is a there is a trend that is happening um with a lot of like cover songs when it comes to movies and TV shows, right? So there's there's like this trend of taking a well-known song and making this really moody, almost epic sounding like cover of it so that it could it could be included in a movie trailer or maybe like a TV show. And that's exactly what I think of when I hear that. In fact, I'm sure that it has that version of mother 
Test me on it. Look it up. See if they have used that in a TV show or a movie trailer of some kind. If not, they will eventually. Um, and I, I like that. I like that kind of stuff. I remember whenever um, I saw, uh, we did a cover wars on it before, um, when I saw Black Widow in theaters and it was a cover of Smells Like Teen Spirit. It was great. Yeah. Um, and it's kind of the same thing, really moody, but uh, like builds up to this very epic sounding crescendo um and then uh more recently we have watched um cruel summer on freeform yes and uh i love that show i love it you know great like anthology series or whatever um and you know it takes place in the 90s so a lot of times what they do is they have 90s covers of songs that are played like in the show and in the climax of the final episode of season two there is a cover of dragula um, by Rob Zombie, and it's it sounds very much like that, and I was yeah. just entranced by it this whole time. It's like it's so fitting for like the climax and the wrapping up of a series finale or a movie trailer to get you hyped for it or something like that. It works, so I like that kind of stuff, and it it fits into that category very well. Yeah, uh, that for me it was kind of eerie, you know, because I got a little, a little bit of killing factor in it too. Yeah. Uh, but I really like the way that it picked up near the end instead of the beginning for me. Yes. Yeah. Um, it kind of like build to something. Kind of build up and then it's pay it, off. Yeah, course, right, right. Yeah. Yeah. So I thought that was very, very good. But you're right. Yeah. I think it, I think nowadays a lot of a lot of uh, um artists are now covering songs to be more melodic, slowly yes. you know, slow down kind I'd of. I'd say so. Yeah. Yeah. But that's almost getting um uh, overdone. But uh I, I you know, yeah. sort of, but at this really, current you know, time, I still like it. I may I, say differently a year from now. I might be like, okay, not again. Okay, not talking talk about <laughs> now. Okay, yeah, so. All right, so let's talk about the one that I personally uh, uh, like. Uh, I don't know if it's you know better than this one. I don't know yet. So we'll because I, I have I have heard heard this in a full full setting. So I think it's pronounced Y Oak. Y Oak, I think. W Y E Y Oak. Okay. Mm-hmm. So Y Oak is an American indie rock duo, which is great because you know you shouldn't sign with a with a big big company record label. Always go indie. Go indie, baby. Um, so they are a rock duo built in Baltimore, uh, composed of Andy Stack with drums, keyboard, backup vocals, and Jen Wasner. W A S N-E-R. She is a vocalist, guitarist, and she does play bass. So it's a two two um person duo, you know. Yeah. Um their sound has been described as earnest folk influenced indie rock with a touch of touches of noise and drum and dream pop. As well as indie folk, like it's okay. before. Um Wasner sings lead vocals and play electric or acoustic guitar. Stacks plays both drums and keyboards, like we said, uh, playing the drums with his feet and right hand, and the bass line with his left hand. Is that the normal way to play drums? Uh, so, so he's playing both drums and keyboards at the same time. Is that the playing the drums? It's it. It's it's the the bass bass line. line. Yeah, that's what he's doing. Okay, so he's playing. He's sitting in a drum set. Right. Right. So he's playing, he's got his left hand over here playing the keys. Um, 
and he, he's playing one handed on the drums. That's cool. Nice. I love that. Nice. Okay. All right. All right. So let me pull up this video and we'll get her going. All right. That's not it. That's not it. That's not it. That's not it. That's not the one that you were looking for. Nope. So now we have to stall. Yeah. Um, but I love stalling. I'm the best at stalling. Right. Mother. Um, some people have asked, like I, I get videos like sent to me all the time of of these guys who are like one man bands, like playing drums, um, and like also like playing guitar at the same time. None of them can compare to the uh the uh the guy on TikTok that like has the stick like taped to his hat. Right. And he's he's playing um he's playing guitar um and he's got like a kick drum and a snare drum set up on the floor uh with uh his feet playing each one and he's playing guitar and he's got the hat on with the stick and like every time he goes to hit the crash he just like headbangs into the <laughs> soak is so funny. I love watching that guy. He's ridiculous. Right, is so that it? You find I it? I finally got it up. Yeah. All right. Here we go. Oh, White oh. oak. So they did this on the AV Club version. I don't know if it's, it's probably I don't like, know what that is. Like a YouTube something. So there you go. It's a cult. <laughs> White Oaks version <laughs> of, of Danzig's mother. Here we go in three, two, Here we one. Go. Three, four. Um.
statistics like that. She threw that in there. Wolf blood. Um, dude. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's fantastic. I think. Oh my gosh, that was so good. I really like the, like the, like the. the, 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 the it, I don't know how to explain it. It, it, it. It's the guitar. Um, chorus first with when, when she, right? She's right before she sings the chorus. It's an eerie guitar feeling. You know what? It's it's like like that you like too. Oh, the little bend thing. Yeah. Yeah. Oh man, that was good. I love a bend. I don't play guitar, but I'm like bend it, just bend it, bend it every time. (laughs) So cool. Um, no, I I think I think that was phenomenal. Um, 
So I'm paying, I'm paying attention to the drummer the whole time, right? Um, so one thing I've, I mentioned in there, so he, ha- I have sticks like this, but, um, and I thought I was the only person in the world that used them. Uh, uh-huh. <laughs> they're, they're sticks that have like a mallet on one end, right? Because you know, typically when you're like swelling a cymbal, it's easier and sounds cleaner if you do it with a mallet rather than using the hard wood tip of a, of a normal drumstick. So the, the soft cloth and, or, or yarn or whatever it's made of to do with the mallet just sounds better. Well, they make sticks that has a mallet on one end and a wood tip on the other. Now I don't use them like for everything, but I use them at church a lot and I swell like into a song with like the mallet in, and then I may switch back over to the regular sticks to keep playing. If you have to do it in, in like, Rather than changing sticks, you can just flip the stick around and you're good. And he used that the whole time, and he kept going back and forth between right. us. So, like when it would build up to the chorus, I you you go back and watch it. He flips the stick around to the other end, and then keeps playing. Mind you, for those of you who are not watching along with us on YouTube, he's playing one handed that whole time on the drums, playing with a keyboard off to the side, right. a little synthesizer or something. Um, just very impressive. And then they got a guy in the back that's playing like a tuba. Uh, <laughs> and I love that guy. That was cool. Um, yeah. What, what, a what a nice cover at first. Okay. I will admit when it first started, I was like, please God, don't let it be one of these um, cover songs where like, it doesn't sound anything like the original. And it sounds like you don't know the original. I cannot tell you how much that drives me nuts. I listened to a cover the other day. Got a notification from Spotify that Less Than Jake had a new song out. Um, pull it up. It's a part of this EP on whatever their label is. And there's a song on the EP called Linoleum. Or not Linoleum. Uh, Lithium. And so I was like, I wonder if this is the Nirvana cover. And it is. So it starts oh. out kind of like... Or not. That's Come As You Are. Sorry. Um, it starts out with Lithium, though. And then she starts singing. But it sounds like she doesn't know the song. Because it doesn't like match the melody at all and it was just i don't know just trash so when she started singing she was like mother and then kind of like stepped away for a little bit i was like please don't let it be one of these songs where it's like like the they sing like this the whole time and it's gonna be real soft and there's no emotion whatsoever mother (laughs) i thought it was gonna be that and so I was like, I don't, I don't like these kind of covers. Like give, have like show some kind of emotion. Like, please don't be dead while you're singing. Um, but it wasn't that I, she, she got into it. She got, she had some emotion. She got, uh, worked up at the chorus. Like she, you know, like was, she was playing the crap out of that guitar so um, and giving it her showed, all. I loved it. Right. She showed emotion where it needed to be. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, verse, you know, kind of like a little more chill, but then like when that chorus kicks in, man, she really belted that. Let it rip. Yeah, yeah, because so, yeah, yeah, because I agree with you. I mean, some sometimes, uh, like because I I I did a, uh, I think it was the cover wars with with Judy Rodman, and we did one of her favorite songs, and we and and it was Adele versus somebody. No, Adele versus Teddy Swims. And Teddy swims this one. Teddy swims, yeah, yeah. Because he showed emotion. Adele, right. nothing. She, right. So to us, she was singing just to sing the song. She showed no yeah. emotion, and that's why she didn't win the cover wars. But I, but I agree with you. If you go to cover a song, please do it. I mean, please like the song first of all. 
Yeah, please. Sure please you like it. the song instead of just singing it, just sing, you know? Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. So, uh, hey, can we do an honorable mention? Please, let's do can it. Can you look up, uh, can you pull up Mother by Anne Berlin, A N B E R L I N? Um, that is a cover that I really thought you were going to go with. Uh, and it is, it, it is really good. We don't have to listen to the whole thing. You can skip forward and just play a couple seconds of it, but honorable mention. Um, because Anne Berlin is back um, after a hiatus, and I'm so happy about it because Anne Berlin is such a good, good, good band. Um, very popular in the, um, I don't think they were ever considered themselves a Christian band, but they were definitely one of those bands that was really popular with like Sent by Ravens, Under Oath, um, you know, all those guys like the the Christ Corps, uh, if you will, and um they do a great acoustic cover of it. You can do that first one up there. That's, that's the one. Um, and, uh, you skip, you can skip forward. We don't have to listen to the whole thing. Just listen to a, a little bit of it. It is, it is phenomenal. Help with me. I can show you what it's like till you're bleeding. Not about to see your life, but if you want to find hell with me, I can show you what it's like Mother, tell your children not to hold my hand Tell your children not to understand Kind of the same thing, like very haunting yeah. um, I'm, that and doesn't... I'm that Trevor, I like that one to be, to be, Oh, you don't like that one? To be fully honest, Fine. I don't <laughs> Whatever We're canceled, right? Uh yeah, I'm not, I'm not sure if you're singing the right to be to, to, to for me, you know. Well, how about this? How about if I told you they had a cover of "Enjoy the Silence" by Depeche Mode? That's a good one too. We could do that. We could. That, I, I love that song. Yeah, we, we can. Um, yeah, that that's a good cover too. But oh my lord, Y Oaks cover was really good. Are we gonna? Are we gonna go to? Uh, but see, Mindy's was awesome too. I mean, that, Mindy's that, was great. Mindy's was great. Like I said, okay. I, I, I like the whole. Yeah, I loved where where leaded to with her. Right. Yeah. It started off very very slow, but then at the middle part it got gradually a little bit more wider. If if yeah. you want to plan, you know. I'm gonna go ahead and dub it. I'm going to give it a subgenre title. And whenever this takes off, I want it to be known that it was I who, who came up with this subgenre for music. Um, I'm going to call Mindy's cover of that. I'm going to put it in the um, movie trailer core category. Movie trailer that's, core. That's a great one. Movie, movie trailer, trailer core. It, it is a song that it is a cover of a song that would work the best in a movie trailer. There you go. Yeah. Okay, so now is is the most hardest part for me. I'm, I'm I don't know about you, but for me, I love both of these songs equally enough to say that I have no favorite right now. Dang, um, we got a draw. Yeah, that might change in the in about five minutes or so. Okay, you know, because my my taste in music is always evolving, like minute to minute. You know, sure. Uh, but as of right now, six fifty one. Mm -hmm. PM, yeah, equal. Okay, I'm. I'll. I'll take this one then. Okay, um, <laughs> I will. You, you I will. Me. I'll be the tiebreaker. Okay. How about that? Okay. How about okay. that? We're right. just gonna pick one. 
Yeah. And it's my choice. Dealer's choice. So I'm going to go with Y Oak. And here's why. Uh, okay. Um, I am I am thoroughly impressed by the fact that that video we watched and that particular cover was recorded live, yeah. not recorded, edited, spliced together, bunch of background stuff added in there. Everything was live with three people in the room. One girl like singing and playing guitar. You got a guy playing drums and play keyboard at the same time. Um, and then you got homeboy in the back with the tuba. Um, and yeah, it sounded incredible, like just yeah. incredible. Recorded completely live with only three people playing multiple instruments. Just it's it's impressive. Um, that is why I'm gonna go with that one. No, not throwing any shade at Mindy and her movie trailer core. Um, I just I think that I I take comparing the two, seeing what Y Oak did and how impressive it is with the limited amount of instruments and people that they had and to make it sound so good and still so epic and so, with so much intensity and so much emotion uh, is just impressive to me. So I'm, I'm going to go with Y Oak on this one. Okay. Fair enough. Hey, I do like the, like the cover and I also like Mandy's. Yep. So it's kind of a toss up for me, but for you, great, great response. Movie trailer core. Movie heard it here. You're going to take off, and you're going to get, you're going to be a millionaire from it. I want every single royalty from all of those bands. Maybe we can start a business with the. I, I, yeah, that's what we need to do. We need to have like a side hustle where we just name subgenres. Do <laughs> like oh, this reminds me of this, therefore it is named X Y Z. Right. Movie core. What what you say? Movie trailer core. Movie trailer core. Movie, that's going to take off soon. Yeah. <laughs> And Blake is the father of that genre. That's right. I don't know if you you know wanna the godfather of movie trailer core. <laughs> That's what, <laughs> yes, yes. Maybe we can get a, that, a service. I'm so into that that when I'm watching, sometimes it's it's distracting when I'm watching a movie trailer or a TV show that's that's doing a cover like that. Cause I'm like paying attention to the song because I'm like, I'm so into it. And then I'm like, oh, I'm supposed to be watching a show. I don't remember. Right. I don't know what just happened. <laughs> yeah, so you got to rewind it, right? Yeah, I have to go back, rewatch it again, and try to like shut my ears so I can, I can pay attention. Anyway, there you go. Who do you think won, everybody? Why don't you let us know? Why don't you do us a favor? Sorry, that came out really aggressive. That came out really aggressive. Way too aggressive. To, Way too aggressive. You apologize to them right now. No, don't. Sorry, know. everybody. Oh. Why don't you? Why don't you let us know? That why sounded you, too sarcastic. Why don't you let us know? There yeah. you go. Yeah, there you go. That sounds much nicer. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So, uh, did you think that Mindy or White Oaks? White Oak? Oaks? I don't know. White Oak? Um, one. White Oak. Yeah. All right. Uh, what? One of the things that you can tell us if you like the if you like the um like the episode right now is a rate and review of our podcast on Apple Podcasts or. Mm-hmm you know, wherever you find your podcast from, but Apple podcast since it'd be the majority of every, every phone, you know? Yeah. seems like, it seems that that is the user-friendly one. Right. Probably the easiest way to do it. So appreciate that. Yeah. Um, also, if you'd like to follow us on social media, we are on Facebook. What used to be Twitter. I don't know if it's considered Twitter anymore. X, X whatever yeah. the heck it is. I don't know. Um, uh, Instagram and TikTok. Just search for When Words Fail Music Speaks Podcast. Give us a follow. 
And we're also on Threads, the new Facebook. Oh, Threads. We're on Threads. Okay, threads. cool. Yeah, yeah. We're on everything. We're on Threads. We're on Wolf. We're on. I think Peter Wolf from the enemy. Office. Oh, what? Do you remember? Do you remember Wolf from the Office? Yeah, yeah Ryan. <laughs> <laughs> I always, I always wish that Wolf would have actually become something. That that would have been amazing. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, I think Threads is the arch enemy for X, and and it's like yeah, yeah. So they're fighting into the battle. But it looks they're like they're duking fighting. it out. Why can't we all just get along? I don't know. Are you a musician and want to be interviewed on the show? Please reach out to us at James at WinWordsFilmMusicSpeaks.com or Blake at WinWordsFilmMusicSpeaks.com or you can reach us at any of the social sites we mentioned before. You can also subscribe to our YouTube channel where you can watch uh, interviews, uh, music video reactions, vinyl showcases, and much, much more. It's YouTube.com slash WinWordsFilmMusicSpeaks. Be sure to turn on the notifications bell so that you can be notified whenever new videos are uploaded. And if you're currently watching this on YouTube, we appreciate you. If you don't mind giving us a thumbs up, maybe leave us a comment. Let us know which cover you liked. Appreciate that also as well. And for all of you links to find out more about us or to buy some of our awesome merchandise, uh, visit our website, www.winwordsfilmmusicspeaks.com. The logo was created by One Up Graphics, and our theme song was created by Doc Brass. You can follow both of them on various social media sites at one up graphics and at d-o-k brass um how's he doing how's doc doing oh yeah he's doing awesome now it's all right yeah yeah he's a yep yeah because i talked to him about a few weeks ago when he's he's a lot better yeah that's good to hear glad to hear glad that doc is doing doing just fine i would love to work with him again at some point in the future so um, if you don't mind checking out my other podcast, it is called South Carolina Spook Show. It's available wherever you listen to podcasts. It's all about true crime, paranormal stories from the state of South Carolina. So if you're into that, give it a follow. Got a new episode in the works. Hopefully you have it out this weekend. That, that is my plan. So, All right. And thanks again for our to our sponsors for this episode, Bones Coffee and BetterHelp.com. Remember to use our discount code, Music Speaks, all one word at checkout for 10% off your order at bonescoffee.com. They got over 35 different flavors. Mm. Blake and I love it. Delicious. And you'll love it too. Haunted Mansion flavor, by the way. Is that good? Caramel. Oh my gosh. Caramel brownie is they, delicious. They don't have it in K-Cup right now. I'm so No, broke. they don't have it in the K-Cups currently, um, but it is it is so good. And then I got a coffee mug. It's my first coffee mug I've ever gotten from, from Bones Coffee, and it is easily one of my faves. I want to order one. Bones Coffee Yeah. And not not to not to forget our our um other uh sponsor. Sponsor. I, I forgot my words there. Um <laughs> words betterhelp.com. Uh you could go to betterhelp.com slash music speaks to get 10% off your first month of therapy and to get matched with a therapist that's perfect for you. Or you can just just put music speaks and get 10% off also. That's right. Um, we do not own any of the music that's used in this episode. No copyright infringement is intended. And also, don't forget, after August 29th, um, you will no longer be able to listen to this show uh, on the Stitcher app or any other shows because Stitcher is going away. Um, again, after August 29th, no more Stitcher. So find yourself a new podcast um, platform to uh, listen to this show on. That way you can list all your other shows as well. Stay up to date. 
Um, for links, uh, you know, we, you can head to our website or any of our social media sites to see what else we're available on. So nice. James, you got anything else? No, sir. Other than, uh, thank you for listening to the show, watching the show. Yeah. And always remember when words fail. Music speaks. Bye guys. Music speaks. Okay. Sorry. Too rough. Music speaks. That's too a lot. Of, that's a lot. Of I work on that. I'm so, oh, my bad attitude, man. Embarrassed.